0: Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wundra of Your Life Core, And today I have my son, Jake Wundra, with me. We thought we'd sit down and have a chat and share our chat with you today. Welcome, Jake.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So the topic that that we discussed was why you chose to be here on Earth now. So I think the areas that, that I... Jotted down here to cover was just a quick run through of kind of the history of mankind, um, just the the big timelines that we have and what I see ahead. But I also want to talk about soul families, soul groupings, which ties into the soul group that's here on Earth. So you good with that? Yeah. All right. So let's let's talk first about. Uh, Soul, The terms soul, group, soul families, um, that type of thing, and share our philosophies around that. So to me, soul group, for an example, everybody that is here now on earth is part of a particular soul group. We agreed to come in to be part of this soul group. And then we have soul communities that we belong to, Kind um, of like your tribe. Right. It, that's exactly right. And then our soul family, which really to me means that it's our hearts vibrate or our connections vibrate to others. So we have, we have soul families. And that's different than our earth families, which is our birth families, the family that we ended up in. And that could be through birth. It could be through adoption. Um, those are earth families, and and sometimes our earth families are different than our soul families. That makes sense. Yeah. Any thoughts on that?
1: So yeah, um, I would say that like what you said is spot on. Um, I I don't like to think of it as that complex. I just I just think of soul families. I just think you know it's soul family same as soul community i could be wrong but you know it's just that's just what i The feel.
0: the groupings that you have
1: yeah i feel i feel like that i just have my earth family and my soul family and they just kind of intertwine but they're not perfectly aligned
0: yeah i think let's talk a little bit about earth families right now because what i'm seeing in my clients and what i'm sensing what i'm hearing is as we evolve we also are separating from maybe our earth family. That might be true too with our soul family. We're separating. We're kind of going through a a vibrational filtering or a vibrational sorting is what I call it. And so what I'm sensing with people, and oftentimes people ask, you know, they've had a fallout with a family member and they... Either want to know if that's okay <laughs> that they had a fallout, particularly if they have loved ones in the in the heavens. They you know they often ask if if my mom or dad is okay that I no longer talk to my brother or sister, or they often ask if if there's hope that there's their earth family or their their biological family will rejoin. And I think one of the things that that often comes through from the angels and guides is those situations, people might be learning to find their voice that it's okay to step away from a family member or it's okay to step away from something that doesn't align with you anymore. Dude, What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I would completely agree. It's, you know, if you don't vibe with a particular family member, then you don't have to be with them. I mean... If you feel that you should try to reconnect and, you know, go for it, but otherwise it's like you control who you let into your, into your actual soul family and who you vibe with. So, and if it's not your earth family, then that's perfectly okay.
0: Sometimes... People find themselves plopped into a family like they they feel like they're an alien in their family. They're yeah. like, I just don't vibe with anybody in my family, and they might even ask, "Why did I get plopped in the middle of this family?" and and that's where we we've had some discussions around that. Is you know, I I think when I see that, it's often because there's an opportunity for people to learn something from that environment whether it's to learn how to speak up for yourself or to walk away from a situation, or it might be just to, you're learning something from that particular dynamic. So any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. I, I know a number of people who, um, struggle with, with family members and want to kind of either heal the situation, but they're so frustrated and, you know, it's, it's whatever you want to make of it. It's to have a meditation. How about that? Meditate. <laughs>
0: meditate. That's the, that
1: seems like the answer for everything. That's what I'm getting is meditate on it. See what, see what comes to you. Maybe in dreams or whatnot. See if your guides say, you know, hey, maybe we should reconnect with this family member. Maybe we shouldn't. But, uh, yeah, there's no... Like I said before, there's no harm in um, walking away.
0: You know, I find it interesting that the the vibrational differences in family members, like like your generation, my generation, other generations, it doesn't seem to matter what generation. It, right. It's I I just I look at your generation and I and I think that you're more vibrationally aware of Oh, yeah. And more willing to walk away from situations or walk away from, let's say, family members or friends that just don't vibe with you. You're you don't try. I, I I'm saying it this in a loving way, you don't try so hard where some generations or some some people that I know, they'll they'll try for an entire lifetime to make. Our relationship work instead of just walking away. Yeah, so
1: I definitely see that in like the older generations, like in your generation.
0: <laughs> Be careful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so yeah, it's um in like yeah in the younger generations, in my generation, and the generation that came after me, whatever it's called, um whatever is after the millennials. It's like we were quick to cut off our what we don't feel is right for us and it's like it's it's not just it's not necessarily just family members but it's also you know there's people that like once they move out of their house or their family they'll move like across country and pick up and start somewhere completely new with a whole bunch of new people so they'll cut everything.
0: Do you think we should try harder?
1: That's a good question. Um in some like I said before, in some situations you should, but in other situations, well I would say always try, but if you're not getting through, then just drop it. Just let it be. And you can always meditate on it. You can always ask your guides, you can always you know, before you go to bed at night, ask like Hey, I guidance. yeah, I need some guidance here. Can you please help me? Um, ancestors are good. Uh, our ancestors are a good uh, tool to use as well.
0: And I would think, you know, what do you think about this? That my philosophy is is things that prevent you from being truly who you are. That would fall in the category of of just letting letting right. it go or needing right. to let it go because if something prevents you from really living the life you want or really being in your spirit, um, really doing the things that you want to do, I'm, I'm saying within a, within a legal sense or within yeah. certain boundaries, um, that it might be time to let those go. And, and the realization that you might align with people outside your family, Mm-hmm that are more aligned to the soul, particularly now as we're going through these uplifts of our evolution, we're we're finding, and I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it myself, it's like you, you the things that you were vibrationally connected to years ago no longer fit. You, You just, you need to connect. It's part of our evolution, part of the survival part, and part of the thriving part is you need to keep moving into a vibrational area. Um, I've had a few clients that have asked about, you know, where does adoption come into this? And I think about as, um, you know, when parents, biological parents might have the responsibility to bring you here to earth. But if you find yourself either adopted into another family or you just, you're, you're more aligned to another family, that's probably your soul family. Well, that's that's probably an, an agreement that you have had um before you came here to be part of that family um so so any other thoughts about soul family or earth family uh you had an interesting quote earlier, yeah,
1: yeah the quote was um there's the time old quote, and I hate this quote um blood is thicker than water, well. Love is thicker than blood, so you don't have to stay, like we said, you don't have to stay with your your biological family or your adopted family, your earth family. You can, you can venture out and see who you vibe with.
0: So it's a difference between the desire to be with someone versus the obligation. You know, right. blood, blood applies that obligation. From an energy standpoint, I... I find that really interesting when you brought up that quote. It's like blood is in the physical body, but love is in the physical, the etheric, the emotional, the spiritual, the mental. It's like that love, that emotion or the energy of love resides through all our energy fields mm-hmm. versus just just the physical. So I, I just thought that was interesting when you mentioned that. So in this evolutionary process and why you chose to be here because if if you have the belief that you chose to be here or your timing whatever got you here you're supposed to be here on earth and I want to talk a little bit about just kind of the evolutionary process that that we've been in and 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 why you might have chose to be here now so I'm going to take us back to a little bit of of history and a little bit of science like you know, in school, we probably learned about the prehistoric and, and ancient history. So prehistoric, that's the Stone Age time. And ancient history, that was part of the Bronze Age and the Iron Age. And then we get into modern history, which started around 1880. And in modern history, that's where we are really now. We have the Machine Age. So Age of Oil, the Jet Age, you know, um, The atomic age, that's our nuclear age, kind of came in. And then the digital age, which started around 1950s into the present. Space age, information age, and the information age started around 1970. And that includes, you know, computers, the social, social media, big data, analytics, you know, all those types of things of just data, 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 right? And so we think about born during those time periods. That's also a, a soul grouping or, or part of a collective consciousness during those times. But I've been hearing a lot recently about the, the new age that we're starting to talk about is the artificial intelligence age, that's self-learning. And if I look about, or if I read through, or I, I look through these ages, you know, machine age, or uh, that's also known as the industrial age the atomic age the space age the information age and i think about our vibrational frequencies also that have adjusted when i read artificial or when i look at the words artificial intelligence it's like we also are following this we're we're following this self learning like we're we're learning through the experiences that we're ex- exposed to and of course as souls we've come here now to experience everything in life and to learn from that experience and to self adjust does that make sense yeah and so it's interesting that we you know we need computers and we need of course data 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 to teach us this but so often we look for answers outside of ourselves and and right now even with artificial intelligence it's about Looking internally, taking a few bits of data and applying it to things that you already know within, and shifting with that. So, any comments about that?
1: I suppose I, if you think like nowadays, you you have the technology like right in your hand or in your pocket to just if you don't know something, Google it. Um,
0: that instant gratification, that instant yes, knowing
1: yes. Um, however, like the the age that we're moving into is more like you said it's more internal and that can be scary for some people but if you think about it we are all connected through ley lines all throughout the universe mm-hmm. and that connect and it's the information can travel faster than light and it, it's almost in, well it probably is instantaneous you can receive a message from across the galaxies from from some, some other being or some other culture or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that information, you can process it. And I think that we're going to see more of that. We're going to see more of like, we're going to collect data on the outside, but we're going to process it on the inside. And we're going to kind of meld it to, to what we need to figure out our lives. So
0: you have a lot of really good points in that and in, in that that's exactly what we're experiencing or where the universe wants us to go with that is like ley lines as you mentioned, those are the crystalline energy lines that run on the planet. But then there's energetic lines. Right. And the energetic lines are run the meridians around. So when we talk about Schumann's resonance and the meridians around the, of the planet and the meridians connected to the universe, that's what you're talking about is connecting into other information patterns. The retrogrades, like the, all the planet, when when they go retrograde, that's our opportunity. It's, it's a message to our soul that when the planets are going direct, we're collecting. We're, we're big computers. We're collecting data, data, data all the time. And when the planets go retrograde, it's almost as if our system stops collecting and now we're meant to process what we have collected. And so right now we've got some big planets that are retrograde that are providing that opportunity to internal process. What I think we sometimes miss is we we want to continue to go to that external. We want to continue to go to that Google search and search for the information rather than sit and quietly like meditate or journal mm-hmm. or those types yeah. of things to do that internal process. And we forget that we have all this intelligence. We have all this data. We sometimes we believe that we don't have the answers. You know, we we seek it out from other places, right? Right. And we do have this information. And and I think that. In this time period that we're at right now, we have more accessibility to that information if we can quiet the minds, because the minds can be actually disruptive to us in that in that case. So, so in that, you know, the energetic—I I call them cosmic highways. <laughs> They're energetic, and I see energy, so I see pathways around people. Um, I often I know if someone is. Really thinking hard, or thinking about somebody, or if they're connected uh, energetically to somebody because they see these energy fields around them. But I agree with your with your points about using those a, a lot more frequently to gather external information. What do you What do you think about what I was saying about the internal, like the internal processing? Any thoughts on that?
1: Um. Yeah, I would say. So, I can't remember where I picked this information up from, but the brain has the ability to uh, to learn something new every second for thirty billion years. Yeah. In order to fill the, the entire brain, um, and that data, you think that you can that you lose it, like something's on the tip of your tongue, you can't remember it, or. You just forget something but deep down you retain that information Mm -hmm. and going internal like in a quiet place or meditating you can always pick that information and find it again it just takes practice
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so I, i guess that's my philosophy on that
0: it's uh yesterday i was at a group event we were talking about the cellular structure the cells in the body and and we Pulled up a statistic, you know, scientists used to say that we were made up of billions of cells and now they're talking trillions of cells. And I laughed, I said, well, that's just because we're expanding and that's the physical body. But now add on top of that, the energy in our etheric fields, our emotional fields, our spiritual field, which science is, is just beginning to try to measure and we don't have a name to call what it is. Like our, our body, we call it DNA, we call it our cells, and we can measure those things, but we don't have terms to measure what's in our fields, other than Hertz. You know, we vibrate at a, a certain Hertz level of vibrational frequency. And we're expanding that. And so it gives us more you you talk about the brain is learning, but we have all these other sensory mm-hmm. sensory you know, gifts or skills that are available to us that we haven't even tapped into. I mean, when I work with clients, I I see or I get into their energy field, and and so I I I don't know if I use more or less of my brain, but I definitely know I'm using more of my sensory of of getting into their space. Okay, so let's continue talking about the soul groups and the soul families that are at because I also feel that our our soul families or the soul groupings are shifting in the frequency or they're shifting in the the amount of cellular structure that they have or the amount of frequency or energy they can they can hold. And that's also creating this vibrational sifting that we're going through. So why do you think you're here in this lifetime now. Any thoughts on that?
1: Well, I I won't go in personal, but I'm thinking why all, our generation is here is to basically, I don't know if it's, yeah, it's our generation and the, genera- and the next generation more so is that um, we're here to kind of retake the planet from greed and from money and from just kind of fix it and to help it grow again because it's like the, we have all these big companies and stuff that are like just destroying our planet and
0: from an environmental standpoint yes yeah
1: we just we need to fix it we need more love we need more you know
0: yeah kindness yeah so as we went through these ages like the stone age the modern age you know we get into the the space age the information age i mean all those things are good but they also had a very disruptive impact yes. to the to the planet and so it became more external i think it, it became more external to us and we're now moving back into love and the and the heart energy or the frequency of the heart which which mirrors more earth so i agree i think that each generation that comes into the planet they're being born at a higher frequency and a higher frequency to me i associate that to love and compassion and joy mm-hmm. and 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 um so it's going to create a shift but it's also going to create some conflict yeah. along the way because the generations of the frequencies are clashing or they're just not working well together so I had, I had jotted, jotted down that, you know, there's, I, I see that there's infinite souls of light. You know, that the universe, there are infinite beings of light and infinite souls of light. And as those souls come to the planet, they are here to raise the light or raise the vibration of the planet. you what are your thoughts on that?
1: I would completely agree. Um it's just it's astonishing looking at the younger generations and just seeing how how much like or how more in tune they are with things that are around them and like the planet and stuff
0: and and that's being I, I'm gonna go on a limb but not being as materialistic I mean yeah. they just want to live very simple lives they don't want to have all the stuff they want to have the experience right. which is a, a different frequency and even adults I would say in in my in, in my generation that's the going towards more of a minimalistic or downsizing, right sizing, you know, just living a simpler life and really wanting the experience out of life. So I I honestly think that the the younger frequencies, the younger souls that are coming in right now are helping to also shift the older souls that are already here because everything has to has to shift and another term that that has come to me on that is like these infinite souls of lights are now moving into becoming an adult soul of light like they like the maturity and so even myself i've been an adult for a long time but from a soul of light my soul is now becoming more of an adult soul of light that's on that
1: I have no idea. That's that's a very interesting thing. It's a very interesting topic, but it's I,
0: it's the maturity, and yeah. and we we think the soul. We often think the soul is just the soul, but there's maturity happening with the soul too.
1: I suppose so.
0: And and so that's you know we say that the soul comes here wanting to have the human experience, but I also feel that the soul is here. To help the humans, you know, and to evolve into a higher a higher frequency, I I believe that you know it's going to take hundreds of years to repair and heal the earth. I, I it's it's not going to happen overnight. When I think about the timeline, uh, how it got to this this point has has been hundreds of years. So. I'm hoping that it only takes hundreds of years to get it back into repair and doesn't yeah. take thousands of years and doesn't take mass destruction first.
1: And the thing is, it, it's completely fixable. However, we as humans don't necessarily need to be here for it to be fixed, which is, could be a scary thing. So what we need to do is we need to come together and work on it instead of driving it further so it fixes itself. Like it has, like other t- other times throughout history, um, wiping out like the dinosaurs and stuff like that. You don't. I typically I like humans. I like the human race. So I would I would prefer that we come together and we fix the planet before the planet needs to fix itself. Well,
0: and I, I think that's part of the soul you to me that's part of a soul group of consciousness yes. so if there are those that are wanting to be more green or you know doing things to help mother earth they're they're part of a certain collective group of people that are focused on that vibration and then you know there's another group or there's a collective that just continues to not care right mm-hmm. but i'm i'm feeling like with this with the light Souls that are coming in as they move into adulthood, that there's going to be more of those souls that are wanting to to help the Earth right. than there are of those that want to damage the Earth. So, right. do you? Th- we talked about this earlier um, off recording, but do you think we're on a path of destruction?
1: Yes, I think we are. However, like I said, it is completely
0: fixable. Yeah. My thoughts on that is, I would agree that humans have destructive behaviors. Mm -hmm. Not just to the environment. We have destructive behaviors to ourselves, too. I mean, we 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 can do a lot of damage. If we're doing damage to our planet, we can guarantee you're doing damage to yourself, your physical being. It's just they go kind of hand in hand. But I also don't focus my vibrational frequency towards the thought of destruction. Does that make sense? I intentionally focus my thought and my energy towards the vibration energy of creation and correction. Right. So it's having an awareness that it's happening, but it's not being fixated on it, right? Right. Because we don't want to contribute more negative energy to a negative place we want to we want to contribute positive energy to a positive place because that's that's how light works that's how we can begin to shift and reverse or correct the destruction right is is directing the energy to to simple things and i'll just share a simple thing you did this week was you saw a couple garbage bags on the side of the road somebody had tossed out the window and you just stopped to pick them up and you brought them home and threw them in the dumpster here threw them in the garbage can here so it's just simple things um being recycled you know being aware Mm -hmm. of the recycling be aware of water usage you know those types of things there's there's really simple 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 things that we can do on the individual basis so and the reason I bring those up is sometimes people get overwhelmed with with uh, global things or worldly things, and feel kind of like they they can't have an impact at all. And what I'm saying is, you can start little yes. because that's the patterns of the universe is just take a simple step in that direction. So in in that getting back to soul group or soul family, I. I think that why all of us are here is certainly to have the experience but also to create the shift. Like we are creating the shift and we can either contribute our energy to creating a shift to continued destruction which is already on that pathway or create a shift to health and healing and creation and correcting that. So thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, just kind of going back to, like, the thought of not being able to help on the big scheme of things. It's like, you think about it, all tidal waves start with a ripple. So, Mm -hmm. be that ripple, you know? Just start doing some good in the community, and then others will see. Others will start, you know, don't don't push them. They'll do it on their own, and eventually, you know we'll get a mass movement of in the positive direction. That's just kinda how things work.
0: Yeah. So in the in the soul grouping, soul family, I would my suggestion to anybody listening to this is notice your vibration, notice who you have around you, how you feel around those people. Yeah. Right? And are they supporting you on your journey? Um or do you constantly feel like you're Button your head up against a wall, right? right? And and I realize I'm just going to add this to. I realize that you know if you're if you're in a family and you you can be in that family, not be vibrationally matched to that family, and and still participate loosely. There's still healthy ways that you can participate. So you don't have to totally cut off your family if you don't want to do that. The key is to not participate in activities that are detrimental to you, things that right. really throw you off or don't support you.
1: Think of it as you are a vehicle, and the people in your life are either they're either taking they're either siphoning fuel from you, or they're putting fuel in your tank. And you are the driver, and you you get to decide where to go and who to be around. You get to decide which gas station you pull into. And, and some gas stations might be a little shady. They might siphon your fuel. But <laughs>
0: are, they are they're <laughs> expensive. Or they're
1: expensive. And then some gas stations, they're good for you, and they're low fuel cost. And just think of it as that way. Is that, like, you want people around you that are going to fill your tank and give you the motivation, the love, the kindness, the respect that you need to just move on in life. So if you're in a toxic situation and you you just feel like you're being sucked dry of energy, then maybe it's time to move on.
0: Mm -hmm. We were in um, Pluto retrograde energy right now. Pluto is all about death and rebirth. So that and a few other planets are really pushing us to, to change and to, you know, let the things that have died away or are dying, you know, the things that you've been trying to feed and water and give energy to and and it's just, it's hard to maintain that life in them to maybe assess if that's good to continue to divert the energy into keeping them alive or just to to let them go and to focus your energy on rebirth or planting another place. We're also in springtime, which is also about planting new seeds and and mm-hmm. watching and nurturing the things that didn't die out over the winter time. You know, things that mm-hmm. that are coming back naturally. Yeah. So, anything else that you want to add about on our topic today? Words of wisdom that you have from.
1: Um, I don't know, just to wrap things up, just kind of go over the things, um, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, uh, don't feel like you have to stay with your, your, uh, your earth family, but, uh, also don't just walk out on them if, you know, if you have this urge or you have this tie that you feel that you need to fix or something. So, just
0: be you. Be you. Be you. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's a good.
1: What I would what I would
0: say with that is because because only you can be the best you, and right. it's a, it's about shining. So, we'll finish this off. Just great wishes for you to shine on. Be that that uh, soul light moving into higher vibration. This is Lori Wandra, your life core. Thank you for listening.